Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay. Album for the Day, November 11th, as we continue with Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees breakthrough album. Today, we go with the Red Hot Chili Peppers' Blood Sugar Sex Magic, and that's with a K, not a C. Mm. Um, It was recorded April through June of 1991 at... Rick Rubin's Laurel Canyon Laurel Canyon Mansion and released September 24th of 1991 on Warner Brothers Records. It has sold 13 million copies worldwide, 7 times platinum in the US and 11 other countries platinum or better. The Rolling Stone greatest albums of all time list from 2020 has it at number 186, and the Red Hot Chili Peppers were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall in 2012 by Chris Rock. I did not know that. Chris Rock. As we're going to continue with the conversation about appropriateness of people getting inducted. He's not even a musician. Yeah, what an interesting call. I wonder if the band picks people. Or if like somebody steps forward and is like, I need to do this. I'm going to tell you this. In Cleveland that day, there was no sex in the champagne room. Mm. Is there usually? If you ask Chris Rock, there is. <laughs> oh, no. Hashtag rock in the green room. <laughs> uh, dude, this album is one of the most iconic albums of the 90s um give it away under the bridge breaking the girl suck my kiss you know and those are like the the hit hits those are the stuff that made the radio yeah yeah that's that's not even the stuff uh the righteous and the wicked is one of the great freaking song that was when uh, naked uh, in the rain oh man funky monks the power of equality oh man yeah. Like the songs that didn't make the radio were Sir just Psycho. like, yeah. ooh, Sir Psycho Sexy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Like this is just, this is one of those. I create an audible caricature of myself that's hypersexual. Yeah. Well, that's what this whole album, the sexual innu- innuendos. Well, they're everywhere. They're all through this record. Um, I mean, this record was pretty much about, uh, you know, I mean, literally sex, drugs, rock and roll. Little bit of throw a little pinch of death in there, and that's what this record is all about. Um, they had like a, a punk, funk, rap, rock kind of thing. Um, Flea, one of the best bass players alive, still to this day. But that said, even he was doing something different here, like he, he looked at what they were doing and he was like man i am filling in like every space Mm -hmm. like so instead of the constant slapping and literally filling in every single spot Mm -hmm. in every measure he was like you know space is good Mm -hmm. and i think for shanti kind of taught him that after hillel died it was that thing where you know hillel was really good I don't think he was as good as Frashanti in all honesty um, they were also a lot younger I think Hillel would have grown up he would have learned a lot um, 
and he probably would have gone the same direction for Shanti had, which was let it breathe, let it breathe. Um, for Shanti was just natural with them. Um, and I feel like this, this, this album just absolutely like, let them, let them rip, you know, where he let, Anthony Kiedis become more melodic and not rely so much on his like rap and his like the punk nature his Blondie-esque narration yeah and it was like it let them become more of a musical entity rather than just like a like like you know another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So they recorded 25 songs for this album and only 17 made it, which is funny considering that we just talked about somebody that put nine songs on a record. Mm -hmm. Uh, Actually, more than one person. So the most notable things that were left off, um, actually the most notable was Soul to Squeeze. Mm. And that was a hit in 1993 from the Conehead soundtrack. And the they also did Hendrix's Little Miss Lover and Castles in the Sand. Mm-hmm. Uh, also did not make the final, but those are both, I mean... They're really good. They're really good. Yeah. And John Frusciante is very, very influenced by Jimi Hendrix. Um, there's little pieces of of that all throughout and I think that like he said that his intro to under the bridge was influenced by little wing Hmm. and for that matter, while we're talking about under the bridge, uh, he said that the sustained E major seven chord, uh, before the chorus idea came from Mark Bolin of T-Rex. Wow. So that makes sense. Nobody's hiding their influences here. Mm-hmm. I just think it's interesting how they flesh them out mm-hmm. because everybody, to some degree, wears their influences on their arm. Uh, some of them, you know, like like Noel Gallagher will straight up tell you that, "Hey, we like the Beatles <laughs> a lot." <laughs> That's from Imagine. Did you hear it? <laughs> No, that's cool. Yes, Noel, we heard it. Well, I know that the Red Hot Chili Peppers, they were even playing Castles Made of Sand at their live shows. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then when they recorded it, it was one of those things where, you know, I, I think that they just didn't want to put it on their album. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's it's really good. I don't know why they wouldn't. But going back and listening to it, it's that thing of like, you know, this is this album is solid as it is. Well, and it's interesting because to know that you started with or you were very cool with your 25 songs Mm -hmm. and to know that you sat there and were like, you know, we got to whittle this down. And you were like, 
no, dude, we can't go further than this 17. Mm -hmm. These 17 have to stay. And they ended it on a cover, which I thought was really cool. And it's a very cool cover. It's a very cool cover. It's a Robert Johnson cover, mm-hmm. and that song was, you they're, know. Yeah, they're red hot. 50, 60 years old at the time, yeah. and they made a one-minute cover song yeah. out of it. And I did not know it was a cover for years and years and years, because in 1991, I did not know who Robert Johnson was. Nope. And so I always thought, like, wow, they're really stepping outside of their box there. Wow, they're so cool. And it was a, and then come to find out, you know, 10, 15 years later, when I heard Robert Johnson, it was like, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, I've heard that before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And gosh, oh, you steal stuff like Led Zeppelin too? I mean, mm-hmm. influences, wearing they, them on your arm. You did give them credit though. They did. They did. They did. Yeah. And unlike Led Zeppelin, <laughs> <laughs> until we made you the court system. Yeah. Um, Anthony Kiedis actually wrote the song "I Could Have Lied" about his brief relationship with Sinead O'Connor, which that was totally a today I learned. Today I learned. Hmm. Hmm. Um, the artwork for the album mm. came from Gus Van Zant. Uh, you may have heard his name in conjunction with some movies you may have seen. He's a brilliant and innovative artist. And, uh, yeah, check out everything in there. Uh, he gets credit for everything but the, quote, tongue illustration, mm-hmm. which was credited to Hank Schiffmacher, otherwise known as Hanky Panky, who is a... Dutch tattoo artist mm-hmm. who has worked on uh, Pearl Jam, The Chili's, mm-hmm. Lemmy. It's kind of that 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 rose style coming out of their mouths. He's known as a a master tattoo artist, mm-hmm. and you know when when you're doing permanent exhibitions on people's body. Mm. And somebody says you're a master of your craft. That's high praise. That's high praise. Um, but I would say that uh, this is just amazing to have come out the same day as Nevermind. And interesting how they they actually made such a difference in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, both of them separately. But this... Uh, I would say my fun and interesting thing that I found out about this is um, Breaking the Girl mm-hmm. has a middle bridge where the band is playing various percussion instruments that were salvaged from a garbage dump. Yeah. And that's Rick Rubin. Listening back to it, I'm like, that does sound like garbage dump percussion. Mm-hmm. Good idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's. Rick Rubin in all of his glory. Which, yet again, brings me back to my mm-hmm. list of things that will guarantee your success as an album. Mm-hmm. And Rick Rubin's on the list. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, he talked to Anthony into sharing what would become Under the Bridge with the band. Uh, he just read it, and Anthony wasn't going to. And he said, no, you have to do that. And Anthony was three years sober 
reflecting on a depressed period when he was addicted to heroin and cocaine and how he was optimistic about moving forward in recovery. So that's one of the greatest songs ever. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the driving forces of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, well, today's album for the day, uh, November 11th, is Blood, Sugar, Sex, Magic, with a K, by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at uh, album the number four of the day. Give us a follow, subscribe wherever you listen to our podcast, and uh, feel free to give us an email at album the number four of the day uh, at gmail.com. Uh, thanks for listening, and we will see you tomorrow. I'm a little pea. I'm a teeny tiny. Not on this album, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> If you're listening on Spotify, after starting the podcast, you can search for the album, use the three dots, and hit add to cue. Now the album will start as soon as the episode ends. Woo!